the rest is history with how I, gay you were. Should I do the, my 30 second recap of what this is? You gotta find a way to break back in and steal your own laptop back. My friend Jack Dorsey. The world as we know it. Uh, are you gonna watch the new Space Jam? It's a, it's still coming out. Yeah, they just released um, like the first images of it last week, I think. Look kind of badass. Yeah. The main that sounds great. The main difference that Ron James. Well, yeah, I guess that's the main difference. The second big difference. Lola Bunny is no longer going to be hot. Is is that like because we're past Me Too and we don't want to sexualize children's animated characters or that was just a creative decision? I think it's probably the first one. But incels and me, two totally different groups of people, but we're both mad about that. You're not as different as you thought. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, just looking forward to it, you know. But here we are in a post Me Too world. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna get your rocks off now. Yeah, I know. I haven't, um, I haven't jerked off since 2011. I've been waiting for the Space Jam movie to come out. I've been saving it up. Neither has LeBron James. I wouldn't be surprised if that's true. Would you be surprised <clears throat> if like a, if like some reporter came out with like a really well researched piece of journalism that says that LeBron credits at least partially his entire career to the fact that he's never orgasmed since high school? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, because he has three kids. The one of them was born in like 2014. Artificial insemination. They just stuck a needle or something. I'm sure it can be done. Yeah, that's probably true. Actually, yeah. that, that's very unscientific, but <laughs> you just stick a needle in your balls. It's fine. Um, no, I don't think I'd be <laughs> entirely surprised. Uh, I mean, it's it's a thing. We we had, we had people we ran track with that took... Um, the, the, the no fap while competing pretty seriously. There's only one that I know of. We're thinking of the same guy. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't say it to protect that person's anonymity. But um, it's LeBron James, right? Yeah, he ran on the Case Western track team. Actually, do you remember um, Ben Simmons came to work out at Case a couple times our senior year? Vaguely. Yeah, he um, signed with Clutch Sports uh, right after his first year at LSU, which is LeBron's um, buddy, Rich Paul. It's his sports agency. It, LeBron doesn't own it, but he's been a huge part in uh, basically the management of it since they were incepted. And um, that LeBron was playing 
uh, in Cleveland for the Cavs at the time. So mm-hmm. Ben Simmons signed with Clutch Sports, and I assume they had deals with some of the local colleges. I know he worked out at Cleveland State a few times, and he worked out at Case. And uh, I was sitting in like the the um, whatever that area was in Veal, like the loft area, the study area that the cross country oh, team just basically owned. The balcony. Yeah. Took a lot of naps on those couches. Yeah. Um, I was sitting up there and Benny D came like running up. He's like, I just saw, I just saw somebody. I think he's going to be a pro basketball player. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, this guy was huge. I think he's in the draft. I can't remember who it is. And that is so unlike Ben to not remember a pro athlete. Right. I was like really surprised that, so I was like, this must be somebody super obscure. So he made me pull up like the latest uh, version of ESPN's mock draft for like who they were projecting to go one through like 30 or something in the first round of the NBA draft. And we looked through it like two or three times. He's like, pretty sure it was Ben Simmons. I was like, dude, you should know who he looks like. He was the projected number one overall pick and he did go number one. But I immediately jumped on Twitter and I started tweeting at him. Yeah. I was like, hey, Ben, I know you're on Case's campus. My buddy just saw you in our gym. You want to come to a party tonight? Didn't expect him to respond. Did he, though? Yes. One word. Nah. (laughs) Oh, I remember it now because of the story. And then he blocked me on Twitter, and that was the end of it. (laughs) You were being nothing but nice. I was just trying to, yeah, he was on a college campus. He was 18. So I guess that's probably why he didn't want to show up at this party like a month before the draft and have videos go around of him, like, you know, funneling a beer from our second story window, which we did have, by the way, we had a two story beer bong. It was disgusting. Oh yeah. Two story moldy. Yeah. No one ever washed it. Beer bong. That's not true. I should say I never watched it. And I assume that no one did because I did. Of the five people that lived in that house, I did 60% of the cleaning by myself. I I washed the beer bomb. Okay, that's good. I'll take responsibility for that, but nothing else. All right. So that's like 2% of the cleaning. So between the two of us, we did 62% of the cleaning. Wow. Someone should hire us. We should start a company or something. XCFH cleaning service. Yeah, we'll clean your house as if it was our frat house. Mm-hmm. If there's rats, we'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. If you're, we'll make your floors old, slightly less sticky. <laughs> we'll just pour beer all over them. It, yeah, I'm sure it's like it's something. If your 22 year old son shits on the stairs, we'll clean it up, or yell at him until he does it. Oh. It's not a good memory. I think I told I told that story to Tori the other day. I explained to her the concept of two drunk steer TDS. Um, and you went through the stair incident. Yeah. Oof, I don't I don't have the cojones to to walk my my girlfriend through that. You know, to Steer's credit, um, the last time he and I got drunk together, I was the one that threw up. So. All right. Yeah. Way to fact check yourself on that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I told that story on the pod. We went camping and you did. 
Uh, did I? Okay. Yeah, that was how we closed last time out. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, it's when we're you and I are here consistently, we're gonna run out of stories. Yeah, it's, a good, it's right. a good thing. Well, life just isn't <clears throat> really that exciting right now for us to uh, experience a whole lot more. They don't pay us to be exciting. No. Um. So yeah, that's the that's the Space Jam news. Um, so I'm gonna see it. Yeah, Pre- probably for the best. The heads up. Probably for the best. Um. So uh, how? Has your week been? What have you been up to? Uh, once again, flying between North Carolina and New Hampshire. The usual. Yeah. Um, it seems like people everywhere are kind of giving up on masks. It's a little disconcerting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nice in a way, but very. A little premature. Yeah, not, not great. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm still over here. I'm still unemployed, uh, which has been pretty fun. Nice. Yeah, leaning in, as they say. Why as well? Yeah. Um, did Did your mom get vaccinated yet? She yeah, she got her second dose last week. Nice. Yeah, so she's super vaccinated. My mom got her first last week. My dad got his second like two or three weeks ago. Oh, really? He's a doctor, so he could get it early. I guess. Um, and my mom's a teacher, and she's old, so that's two, two checks for in her. her favor. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take one for the team. Yeah, I so I might go see my parents over uh, Easter weekend because they're all vaccinated and whatnot. Yeah. So hopefully. If my mom gets her second shot, but I don't know how I'll play that. Cause then they're probably going to make me go to church or they're going to try, but I'm not vaccinated. So maybe I can just say, I don't feel comfortable going since I'm not vaccinated. It's not what God would want. Right. In reality, I'm going to wake up and go run and not even miss it, but. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. I, th- I think they'll buy it. We'll see. They didn't make me, they've been like, they haven't gone to church in a long time because of the pandemic. Right. So we, we didn't go for Christmas, which was different, but the uh, parish where my parents go did like a televised or not. It was like a E it was a video service. They did a virtual, they like filmed it. How was it? Uh, it was fine. I had a beer, so it was fine. <laughs> We were all drinking while we watched church. I went to my first religious uh, ceremony over Zoom. And it, yeah, it was, you could talk. Mm-hmm. You could just yeah. like pass notes in the background and whisper to people. Yeah, as long could, as you were like generally didn't move, no right. one would know. Right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that was enjoyable because we were just all drinking. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll probably do the same thing for Easter. But yeah, the last time I was there, I guess that was over Christmas. So we watched the Christmas mass. And then on Sunday they had like, um, they do like church on the local, like some local station on Sundays. And my parents turned that on, but they didn't make anybody watch it. it. Tori watched it just because she was sitting there. 
Yeah, she's not even Catholic. She's a heathen. But she watched it. She did. She converted, yeah. actually. Now she's trying to get me to go to church. She converted to Buddhism, but that's beside the point. Right, yeah. Different yeah. religion. Altogether. Uh-huh. She shaved her head, and she's walking around in a... What do they wear? I don't know. Oh, I, I wasn't expecting a follow-up question. Okay. But she she did it wrong. She shaved uh, her head into the uh, friar tuck. Says the <laughs> ring. Um. So yeah, my parents did not make me watch church the last time they had it on. It's a good trend. It's only one data point, but positive trend. Going well for you. Yeah. Um. Did you have uh, any segments you wanted to get into? Uh no. I'm I'm less and less prepared for these and feeling more and more confident about them. Did you catch any of uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's interview with Oprah yesterday? No, I didn't pay for CBS All Access, but um, I did follow along on Twitter. Same, yep. Um, and um, Tara and I will be watching it together tonight. Ah, uh, gonna make that, some popcorn. We already know the ending, like the ending spoiled, but it's that good. Um, sorry, I don't mean to make light of of a woman being so vulnerable with the world, uh, and in such an important way on International Women's Day, no less. Um, however, you know, from a Twitter perspective, it was just oh, all of the storylines were just beautiful. Right. Yeah. Interesting to see all that stuff. A lot of uh, comparisons with. Not maybe not a lot, but a few comparisons with Princess Diana and what she must have went through. Yeah, um, I love the comparisons to the Revolutionary War. <laughs> like the last time that uh, well, this is specifically Massachusetts, but the last time that uh, England was trending in Massachusetts, the we won. So Good. that's fun. So yeah, they they like full on defected. They're, I guess, probably trying to become U.S. citizens at this point. They're in Megan, Canada. Megan is. She's a U.S. citizen, but they they live in Canada. I thought they lived in Los Angeles. Can we get a can we get a fact check? Yeah, Peanut Gallery says Megan Markle's Canadian. But they live in L.A. But they live in L.A. Oh, maybe that was the final break because like Canada is still like a protectorate or whatever of the crown. Like they can still they get the the royal oh. fingers in there. But U.S. we're not. We don't. We don't. We don't mess with that. Right. We just have. Uh, we have our own deep seated issues, but <laughs> praising the queen is not one of them. <laughs> it's, it's the first day in in years that a stark, stark revelation of systematic racism wasn't about the u.s so yeah, yeah. that was kind of nice but it, it wasn't like uh it wasn't an example of the u.s doing something good it was just another country doing something worse which makes us look for one day i guess better no but okay yeah i did see a funny thing that was like something like this family was worried about how Megan and Harry's child's skin would look. And it was like a collage of pictures of a bunch of British Royals. And they're all just, they're all just quite homely uh, yeah. for lack of a better word. 
well, here's what I don't get. All right, follow, follow me on this one. Because you, you brought it up, so it's fair game. Royal people generally seem to be ugly. And history has told us because inbreeding was very popular among royal families. It was very popular among human beings for a long time. But right. like from medieval times through the like 17th, 18th, 19th centuries, when you still have multiple different royal families across Europe and the world, like, like inbreeding between families, all this thing. Um, but we now know for a lot of reasons, it's not good. Right. Genetics and all that. But we also know it probably doesn't make for more attractive people. But no, it doesn't. How did they not all. figure that out? How, um, did, how did Kepler or any of these scientists that were making all these revelations not just like track data points on how ugly their royalty was getting? Yeah, I think. Um, well, for one, I think the 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 obsession with power at that time it still exists today. But the obsession of power at that time. Uh, I think really superseded what anybody looked like. They just wanted to keep all those bloodlines together. That was, I think the whole point of all that inbreeding, it was to keep, keep the bloodlines pure. From what were they, so here's my question. Were they considered ugly or because they were powerful did people then consider them a model of beauty? Well, I think there've been, there've been different beauty standards throughout history. If you, if you look at, uh, I think medieval times and, and sometimes surrounding the dark ages of that time, uh, being fat was seen as very attractive because it meant you were likely very wealthy because you could afford to eat enough to make yourself fat. Uh, and that's not really very attractive these days, but because anybody can eat starchy sugary processed foods you can eat you could live off of uh those uh pork rinds you get at the gas station you could probably spend like four dollars a day and have enough calories and pork rinds to survive wait which question is that four dollars a day i believe you and i could survive um yeah, on pork and get rinds. calorie intake maybe even some some nutrition I don't think someone could survive off only pork rinds though. Okay. Pork rind challenge. So, so does one of us do one challenge and one of us does the other? Or we just both no, eat we pork both rinds, eat pork until, rinds someone dies? until someone dies. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll get a replacement host. If I die, the replacement host is, uh, uh, Harrison. Um, can I get back to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I'll bookmark LeBron James. Okay, right. Um, but he has to talk about. He oh, has I'm... to break the story of how he hasn't hasn't touched himself. Right. In two decades. And okay, so the Lola Bunny thing—they probably had to redesign her so he didn't get uncontrollable urges while on set. So that's a, that's in his writer. Right. Um, yeah, and when he went to Miami, like that was part of his contract. Mm -hmm. when he went to LA as part of his contract. They can't have attractive fans sitting courtside. Right. The cheerleaders all have to be really ugly. That's why uh, when he was in that movie, Trainwreck, Amy Schumer was in it with him. That's the best they could get based on <laughs> his rude. stipulations. It's very rude. I I actually think she's attractive for the record. Well, I would have slipped that in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I was calling the British monarchy ugly, currently the most hated set of people in the world. So I could get away with it. But then you drag Amy Schumer into this. She, yeah. I mean, the Schumer family's not doing too well right now either. Is she related to Chuck Schumer? 
Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, I'll Google it. I'm pretty sure they're related. She's like his um, cousin's daughter or something or uncle or maybe just his niece. Interesting. Fascinating. Uh, all right. So we're getting to fact check on the Chuck and Amy Schumer. You know, that's a funny idea for a movie, just a movie called Chuck and Amy. And it's a rom-com with Chuck and Amy Schumer. They're, they're cousins. Really? Yeah. All right. So this is why we need to legalize these interfamily marriages and relationships. Um, why? So we can have this movie that I want now. The Chuck and Amy. It's just called Chuck and Amy. That's just a great name for it. Yeah. there. I have nothing else. Uh, I'll pronounce you Chuck and Amy. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I don't even remember what I was saying earlier, but I think, yeah, basically uh, standards for attractiveness have changed. And I, I wonder when I've, I have read things uh, in the past about like quantifying attractiveness. It has to do with like, uh, like facial symmetry and, and just overall body symmetry and that sort of thing. I wonder when in history that was first thought of like to measure those things because math and symmetry and patterns that's been around for thousands of years but well yeah no it's six thousand years to be exact which is when the earth was founded along with math right when god founded math well no god didn't make math who made math uh antifa i think to trick us Uh uh-huh that that checks out yeah. I don't know. If someone tells me that beauty is based on facial symmetry, it doesn't seem to me like there's this caveat that it's like it's based on facial symmetry since 1900. Like it seems like that claim applies to human beings generally. So Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm just wondering when that was uh I guess that's kind of a side thought. I'm wondering when somebody first thought to look into that. I bet it's always been looked at. Like you ever think about how much R&D goes into like uh, keeping men from balding? Like how many pharmaceutical companies just work on that? No. I'm just saying a lot of money goes into it. A lot of people spend time on it. I'm sure it's been worked on through all of human history. No, they used to just, you just shave your head and buy a wig. Powdered wigs were pretty big for a while. Right, what about what Thanks about uh, Britain? ED. I yeah. bet the earliest scientists in our earliest days were trying to solve that problem. Mm, maybe they probably just found sadistic solutions, perverse solutions around it. But they were trying. Yeah, that's true. They weren't succeeding, to our or, knowledge. We were yeah, there. Well, never been there. Yeah. Um. What else was I just going to bring up? Uh, uh, I forgot what I was about to say. It's going to be something interesting. I'm going to take a commercial break to close the door to the office. All right. Word. I'm going to try and remember what I was about to say. Kids these days, man. Can't live with them. Can't shoot them. Can't shoot them. Uh, not what I was about to say, but Dak Prescott just signed a huge contract extension with the Cowboys. 
So good for yeah. him. Uh, well, people are claiming it's way too much money. Yeah. I said that that's how much uh, Jerry Jones is willing to pay so that people don't think he's racist. <laughs> but it's good. Um, I mean, he was, they had a good offense last year until he got hurt. Their defense was trash, though. That's the difference. So they can get some good defensive players. I like Dak personally. I like the way he came into the league and took over for Romo, like came in as a fourth round pick, kind of an afterthought and earned a starting spot. I mean, it's what the Patriots did. It's like you get coaches and organizations that want to pay for a good leadership. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't get you to the Super Bowl, but you have a really good team culture. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that eventually gets you there. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't feel bad for Cowboys fans that they haven't had that in a long time. I don't really know any Cowboys fans in real life. I, I there's a lot of, I'm pre- first of all, I'm pretty sure it's the most, uh, it's the largest fan base of any NFL team. Yeah. Like spread throughout the country. Yeah. yeah. I, I I've never met someone like born and raised in Texas. Who's a Cowboys fan, but I've met many Cowboys fans who, who don't watch all that much football. It's, it's a very good default for people. It seems. Yeah. Like. That's uh, that's how like w- when I was growing up in uh, South Bend, that's how it was with uh, Cubs fans in that area. Everybody okay. claims to be a Cubs fan, and like yeah, it's people that never watch baseball and don't actually give a shit. But um, how many people do you think? Like some states, some states in the Midwest, it's very common for people to uh, expat and move out, like. I think Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania are three of the highest states where people born there take off and go somewhere different. Do you think that's real common in Texas? I don't think I know anybody from Texas. Uh, I don't even know if we measure that metric. In Texas? No. Well, like we know which states are popular, like by population are growing. I don't think we know in which states do young people grow up and leave versus grow up and stay. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's like an officially measured statistic. I I think most of that information comes from like random polling and surveys. All right. So, well, uh, whoever wants to run that fact check, we'd appreciate that knowledge. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just a lot of people from, I guess I'm used to growing up where people are like, man, I can't wait to get out of here. But I guess that's probably just like a lot of people. I think that's just the suburbs. Yeah. Man, that's, see, it's hard being white, you know, people always trying to leave. <laughs> I guess. It's like the hardest thing I've had to deal with. That's The town I grew up in, it wasn't that everyone was like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. It's that everyone said, I can't wait to stay here. And that felt scarier to me. Way worse. Yeah. I know, I know quite a few. Well, I think a lot of the people that I went to high school with that like moved on to a different city, either went to Indianapolis three hours away or Chicago an hour and a half away. Yeah. But those are major cities. Yeah. I'm all for people seeing the world, but that doesn't have to be far. Yeah. 
Is that, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm only four hours away and I'm probably planning on going back there, back to where I grew up at some point. Yeah. But you put the effort in to live in different places. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. Like my ties to my, I have a large family and my ties to my family are pretty tight, but if I didn't have that, I think I would probably have gone West by now out in Colorado or something. I was just thinking about that because I'm trying to decide where I'm going to live next. Dude, go to and Colorado. It's, it's all, I want to live in your family. Oh. <laughs> but <clears throat> I think Washington, maybe California or Miami or New York City. I think those that, that's where I'd end up if I had no family factors. Okay. With no family. Um Hey, here's a random thought. Speaking of close to your family, like New Hampshire is not that far from your family. Your mom lives there. So that's actually the state where she lives. Yes. Do you know a guy named Evan Dolecki? Is this a person who lives in New Hampshire? Yes. Do you know how many people live in New Hampshire? No. It's not that many, but it's a, it's enough that your question is invalid. Well, no. Okay, I'll explain myself. This dude named Evan Dolecki randomly followed me on Strava like a month ago. And I haven't been persistent about it, as persistent about it lately. But I have not given up on trying to figure out how the hell this dude found me on Strava and why he randomly followed me. How do you we have no... Name? What? How do you spell his last name? D-O-L-E-C-K-I. The funny thing is, though, like going through his Strava profile, he and I are like very similar. I think. I think if we met, I think he and I would be pretty good friends. I think I found him on LinkedIn. Nice. He ran at UConn. What? Did he? At UConn, he's pretty slow. His nope. 5K PR is like, nope, nope. He was a student volunteer at UConn. He might have ran at Plymouth State University. That sounds right. Majored in sports and fitness administration at UConn. Okay, that does not one. list a sport. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, don't know how he found me. We're not in any of the same like groups or clubs on Strava because you can join like public public groups and we're not in any of those together. Uh, but yeah, I feel like if we met, we'd probably get along pretty good. He like does backpacking and hiking and stuff too. So probably probably have a pretty good romp in the woods with that guy, you know? No, I don't know what that means. Oh. It All sounds right. sexual. Yeah, entirely. Okay, we, we can leave it. All right. So, so, no, I don't know anyone in New Hampshire. Okay, except your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, Evan Dolecki. You're the only person I know who's ever been up in that part of the country, so I figured. I appreciate the, the question. Maybe. Maybe you'd know. Um. I still can't remember what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> You're still trying to think of it. 
No, I stopped trying to think of it, and that's probably why I couldn't think of it because I stopped trying. Um, but oh wait, didn't I talk about platform last week? The brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They uh, the only update I have on that is that they gave everybody a week off, and they like posted about it on social media, and they were like, "We're wait, gave everyone a week off so they could like quote listen." To their employees? I think they just said they're like giving their hardworking employees the next week off or something. But I think in reality, it was like, we need to f- figure out how we're going to do damage control here. Well, we hire the most expensive PR agency we can find. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, haven't uh, had any platform beer since. Me neither. I bought this. This uh, it's from uh, Goldhorn Brewing. It's called Dead Man's Curve. It's pretty good. Like the song. Yeah, the song that you know from like a '60s band, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. a song called Dead Man's Curve. That's now we related. now we have the beer. Right. So I think two songs and one beer. I think that's like we can summon summon something i don't know what we're gonna do with it we'll do something with it they say um dead man's curve in ohio which is a section of i-90 where the speed limit slows down from like 65 to 30 because it's like a 90 degree or more curve on the highway they say that's like one of the most haunted highways in america I think that's the dead man's curve, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Because people don't pay attention and they don't slow down and they get in accidents. I've never gone through there at a time where I wasn't forced to slow down by bad traffic, though. Right. Or just, I don't know, when I'm driving... I generally slow down when I, the car needs to turn. Mm-hmm. Typically. That's just me. Right. Um, but in general, um, Dogecoin is doing a thing today. What it do? Mark Cuban oh, made God. some statement about it. and uh, It's been rallying ever since. Mark Cuban is like He's like a more neutral version of Elon Musk. But I think he holds himself in a much higher moral regard, personally. I think they both think they're going to be president someday. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Mark Cuban has straight up said that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Elon Musk thinks it. Um, yeah, but it's, it's hard to tell, right? Like for such a long time, Elon Musk was truly a genius. And we didn't doubt anything he said. Him and Kanye, when you think about it. But then after a while, when we kept hearing things that didn't make sense, we're like, oh, he can be a genius, but not everything he says has to be smart. Right. He can say very stupid things very frequently. I'm sure Mark Cuban, if we if he talked more, would eventually, like, we would not trust everything he says. Yeah, he keeps to himself a lot more, I think. He definitely does. Um one could say that that demonstrates a more presidential demeanor. 
Okay. I'm, I'm done with billionaires being president personally. If there was not another billionaire president in the rest of my life, I'd be pretty happy with that. I agree. We don't even know if Trump actually is a billionaire though. I think we definitively know that he's not. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. So that's, that's fun. But I'm, I'm with you on the overall point. Do you know uh, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife got remarried? Oh, good for McKenzie. the newest billionaire. Yeah, did her. you know that was an option? I could have been... I assumed it was an option. So, I wonder what your odds are. What what anyone, any man in America's odds would have been to successfully woo Mackenzie Scott and how much greater those odds are of like any other method of becoming a billionaire. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like any one person's odds of becoming a billionaire are like microscopic. Right. But based on the number of men in the United States, you'd probably have... You can get those numbers down. You know, it's like men over 18. Right. You know, men under 70. Mm-hmm. Sorry to old men out there. Yeah, um, yeah I, I bet the odds are, are significantly better than via capitalism. Yeah. But she's like very much about giving away as much money as she possibly can, which I think is cool. She's a big time philanthropist. Philanderer. Philan, phalange. <laughs> what is it? Uh, damn it! What's the word I'm thinking of? Fellatio. <laughs> That's something different. Later, she fellates. Maybe she did just get remarried. She is a newlywed. Yeah, maybe she doesn't like to do that. Some people don't. Totally up to her. DJ Khaled. He doesn't like to. He, he doesn't that? participate in oral sex. He no. does not. He like announced that publicly like two or three years ago. He oh, was like incredulous about it too. He was like, no, I don't do that. And everybody's like, what the fuck, dude? Why not? Um, oh, speaking of uh, Kanye and Elon Musk, do you remember when Elon Musk like endorsed Kanye for president? No, but it sounds on brand for both of them. All right, I'll try and find that on Twitter real quick because it it was a very soft endorsement. Like he just tweeted a picture with Kanye, like maybe the weekend after Kanye announced he was going to be running for president. And uh, he got in on it. Yeah, Elon Musk was in on it. I think he gave Kanye some money for his campaign or something. And then Kanye started like within a couple weeks making some pretty outrageous claims like conspiratorial claims and uh sounds right and then elon musk said something about like he he made some some statement like kanye and i we may have had you know some we may not agree on as much as i originally thought or something like that (laughs) which is pretty funny um so yeah it was a short-lived endorsement yeah he retracted his endorsement 
of of Kanye. So I think he endorsed him on July, it looks like July 2nd, and then retracted his endorsement on like July 10th. And then last month in February, they went on Clubhouse together. Oh, that sounds nice. I don't even really know what Clubhouse is. You don't? No. Seems like something you've been into. No. It's the, the newest form of social media. It's it's often described as uh, being able to participate in podcasts in real time. Mm. Essentially, it's audio only hangouts that are live and you have hosts and you have listeners. Listeners can participate and yeah, hosts just have a conversation. That sounds like an absolute shit show. Um, so it's a force of social media. It's one of the most talked about startups uh, and fastest growing uh, techno- pieces of technology right now. Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I've heard about it. A few. Mitch tried explaining it to me recently, and I didn't really follow. Uh, here's a picture of Kanye West, Elon Musk, and George Lucas. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a pretty funny trio. <laughs> Kanye tweeted in 2018, I really love my Tesla. I'm in the future. Thank you, Elon. Oh, I'm him. reading an article called uh, A Complete Timeline of Kanye. What? Uh, something about a timeline about Elon Musk and Kanye's friendship. I'm just glad they're friends. I mean, somebody needs to be friends with them. Mm-hmm. And one of them needs to become president. Right. Where so. do you think uh, Grimes would fit in to an administration that Elon Musk is involved in? Secretary of Defense? I was going to say Secretary of the Interior. I don't get it. I mean, I don't even know what that oh. is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems like a somewhat obscure position that you could appoint somebody to. And Although I think Biden's Secretary of the Interior, at least his nominee for Secretary of the Interior, is a, a Native American woman. Holland? I forget how to say her name. Yeah. yeah I think she has... I think like they the secretary of the interior has like some control over federal land, which is pretty significant. If a native American woman is, uh, in charge of that. Deb Holland. Although it hasn't, I don't know how to pronounce it. So I could be saying it wrong. Yeah. Could be. What'd you say? You said Holland. I said Holland. Yeah. I think I've heard ham sandwich, but I'm not sure if that's accurate. I think that's wrong. Okay. So yeah. two wrongs do make a right. Not in this case. So Holland Days is probably your name. I think you're closer. All right. When's the last time you've had eggs, Benedict? It's a great question. It's been years, I think. Yeah, it's been a while for me. Not really something you make at home. No, it's kind of a pain. Yeah poached eggs who knows how to poach eggs why not poach an egg i thought poaching was bad yes 
Okay. But sometimes it's allowed. Sometimes it's necessary. <laughs> poached elephants, poached eggs. Which brings us back to the Secretary of the Interior. Right. Poaching is now allowed in federal lands. Right. They're going to release a bunch of elephants. That'd be amazing. That would be terrifying. Like, elephants are something I just take for granted so much. I don't even, like, they don't even cross my mind. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I don't live in a world surrounded by fucking 15-foot-tall <laughs> mammal tanks. I mean, they're usually gentle creatures. I've, I've been around elephants. Oh, yeah. You've been to Africa. Spent some time there. I went on a safari with, with some elephants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, <laughs> they were all in the car with you. They were, they were driving <laughs> and we were just looking at people. Yeah. So uh, that guy, that's Tevin. He's my barber. And you're the thing you were most surprised by wasn't the elephants driving the car. It was the fact that there was a guy named Tevin in Africa. It's I haven't there. met a guy named Tevin anywhere uh, in Africa. You know what? The guy... And I love you, man. His name is Tevin. I've, I'm surprised that that's where that reference came from, but I'm exactly with you on it. There's probably another Tevin somewhere. Hey, if you're listening to this and your name is Tevin, tweet well, at we, us. We invite you to the next show. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody named yeah, Tevin? Throw it down. You're on the next show. And Harrison, if you change your name legally to Tevin just to get on this show, you're banned. Oh, unless unless he keeps his other names unless he becomes william hunter john harrison tevin jingle Neely. tevin heimer schmidt yeah if harrison adds a fifth name he can go on the show agreed but we call him tevin the whole time yeah all right and his fifth name can't be tevin <laughs> it has to be something different <laughs> but we have to call him tevin it has to be another age name Yeah. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. All right. It's gonna sound good. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really have anything else. I didn't really have anything planned. I mean, we just shot the shit for forty-five minutes. So. Yeah, we touched on a few different uh, good topics: uh, politics, uh, British royal politics. That was a new one. I cannot wait to watch the interview. I'm interested to hear more about it because in true fashion of the show, I only read some headlines on Twitter and formed a very strong opinion. Uh, I'll, I'll do my research just in time for it no longer to be newsworthy. Perfect. We talk again. Perfect. Um, the biggest thing I took away from this is that Oprah is back. Yeah. Although I, did she really ever go away? I haven't heard from her in a while. I mean, she's, but she's just a household name. So she always existed, but right. yeah, no, she gets a lot of you go girl. Snoop Dogg's the same way, right? He was a mogul years ago. He was most famous a few years ago, like a decade or so ago. He's still a household name, but he's up to more stuff. He's in commercials and stuff. He's in a few movies here and there. Right. I'm sure he's making millions from Corona. He, he had the, he had a reality show for some time, which was good. Just it was just him being a good dad. <laughs> like, how amazing is that? That's pretty great. Yeah, it wasn't really dramatic. 
which is him fatherhood but it was snoop dogg and he does commercials with martha stewart yeah genius right so so we we you know oprah snoop dogg we say excuse me snoop lion um <laughs> say they go away but they, they're just really good at staying around in the ways that they want to stay around it's, no, it's no. on their terms no see i'm comparing them but i'm contrasting them i'm saying that they have i would i would say maybe similar career paths uh in terms of timelines of fame and like level of fame but snoop dogg and and they both have the same name recognition but snoop dogg i think has has stayed more relevant and stayed more famous uh, his fame endures. The, Durs. Snoop, the Snoop abides. I would I, say. I, I disagree. All right. Well, sound off in the comments. Uh, let us know on Twitter. Light us up if you think my Oprah takes are bad. Um, <laughs> if you're team Snoop, if you're team Oprah, if you're neutral, if you're just happy to be part of an American culture, alive at the same time that both of those people are that's a fair that's a fair take i think that's my stance all right i feel nothing but grateful sure um ben simmons if you're listening please unblock me on twitter wait you have to promise that you're not gonna invite him to another party clearly he didn't like that but he's like 24 now he can do whatever he wants he's Right. I'm just saying, you know what got you blocked. I think by saying that you won't participate in that behavior again, it might increase the chances of being unblocked. All right. So I should tweet at him specifically to let him know he's not invited to my wedding. To let him know he's not invited to the party. <laughs> hey, I'm not inviting you. <laughs> that might work. Or does he just not want to know about when we're having parties? I don't know what the opposite of inviting someone to a party is. All right, Ben Simmons, if you're listening, please uh, tweet me at my burner account and let me know. Um, Baker Mayfield, if you're listening, you are invited to my wedding. We'd love to have you. Oh, yeah, that came up today. Yeah, would love to have Baker. Yeah, so we've talked about it on a group chat with five people. Mm -hmm. And we've announced it on a podcast listened to by four people. One of whom overlaps. <laughs> I'm really getting the word out there. Yeah. Um, so Baker and Ben, please reconcile your differences outside of this media forum. Please keep your drama out of the comments. Good vibes only in our comments this year. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, we'll maybe have another special guest. Maybe not. That was fun. So we should do it again. We should do it again. We have a very limited number of people who would be willing to do that. So we should stretch it out for as long as we can. I mean, we have friends. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>